the sweet sound of relief in the other one is agony i want to shoot myself and ah is the first and only real phrase of buddhism because ah, is a sign of relief and detachment but that's different that's for something else that's for a different day um let me get back to what i was rambling about so and it's uh too late for you to go back to the unconscious mind the sweet sweet dream filled of candy and corn but never candy corn because that shit's disgusting who the fuck likes candy corn not in my house get out but what if but what if but what if hear me out hear me now what if when we're asleep we're actually awake now don't that mean like it sounds sort of deep or something you know it like it has some sort of meaning well i don't know what the fuck it means because somebody probably already said it and it's not really about if i say something it doesn't fucking matter really because i'm not uh you know a religious teacher or a celebrity just like no one really cares unless you're famous so I can say a lot of words, and they don't mean shit, but you, you, like I'm saying, if um, Kevin Hart says it, or um, The Rock, especially The Rock, or Oprah, or fucking one of these big-time people everybody love loves, they say, oh, it's so magnificent. No one's ever put those words together to string that sentence. Oh, I guess it's just slightly superficial, like, when you look at the... When a famous person dies, I guess, because we've all been touched by the work, and that's different. No one really cares unless they got something from the person. Not necessarily a physical thing, but even emotional, like the way we can be moved by an artist, whether a painting, a song, a movie, or, you know, sports. I don't fucking watch sports. I think it's all tribalism bullshit. Uh, I don't know what the fuck the point of this was, or maybe dreams are reality. I, I don't, I don't know. The one thing I do know is... Um, lucid dreaming I want to do lucid dreaming um, I've heard different things like periodically throughout the day you ask yourself if you're dreaming so like right now no I should be asleep but no um, but when you are asleep you'll be able to be like oh yeah I'm, I'm dreaming and you'll be able to fly around and do whatever the fuck and then I've also heard that you wear a watch and every so often you check your watch to see if time passes by but you know who really uses a watch anymore like what's the demand for them is there like a plant an assembly line like how many watches do they crank out today what is the the um, market demand the supply versus demand for watches probably not that high everybody has a fucking cell phone these days I bet uh, watches are mostly used for fashion statements um, yeah, I don't know what the fuck, what, I don't know what I was starting with, something about, um, maybe your mind is like a computer, and, I, I, I don't, I don't know, but, uh, yeah, and then it turned into that shit, so, yeah, on with the show. Welcome to, I'm sick of this place. One thing I just saw today that struck a chord with me was the comic book graphic novel um biography maybe you could call it that in a way mouse um is being banned 
Uh, Tennessee School Board bans Holocaust graphic novel. Mouse, art, author Art Spingleman condemns the move as Orwellian. I would agree. Um, I'm kind of baffled by this. Art Spingleman, the author of Mouse, told CNBC in an interview. Um, it's leaving my... It's leaving me with my jaw open like, what? Art Spingleman, 73, who learned about the ban after it was a subject of a tweet Wednesday, a day before Holocaust Remembrance Day. Good God. Can you get... I mean, I guess they could have done it on, but that would, I guess, been a little too on the nose. Um, I've met so many young people who have learned things from this book, said Spingleman. Mouse... The image in the book that drew objections from the board was of his mother. I I also understand that Tennessee is obviously demented, <laughs> said Spingleman. There's something going very, very haywire there. Tennessee has won by every Republican since 2000. Then, fucking gotta bring politics into it. Neil Gaiman, the author of Sandman, one of the greatest living authors of modern time um truly truly uh, as far as books go as far as comic books go neil gaiman is one of the greatest living authors of today um there's only one kind of people who would ban mouse whatever they are calling themselves these days that, that's what uh, neil gaiman had to say um Mouse depicts Jews as mice and cats are Nazi Germans, who had a notorious history of burning and banning books. It has won a slew of awards, including the 1992 Pulitzer Prize. Um, ten minutes from Jan 10th, minutes from Jan 10th meeting show the director of school board, Lee Parkinson, opened the session by saying, The values of our country are understood. There is some rough objection objectionable language in this book and knowing that hearing from many of you discussing it two or two or three of you came by my office to discuss it so it's talking about the language i wonder if they banned huckleberry finn you know blank jim inward jim now maybe there's a new version that's out that doesn't say Jim, blank Jim. <laughs> I can't say it. I won't say it. You know it. I'm saying the N-word, so the whole Louis bit about I, I say N-word, I'm saying it because I say it, you say N-word, then you automatically think of the word, so um, <laughs> brilliant bit. Uh, and he's got the bit about <laughs> blank Jim altogether. Perfect, perfect. Um. So does the racist South still have that book on their shelves? I don't know. I try. I, I did a quick Google and I couldn't. All a quick Google just led me to the whole South just banning pro LGBTQ books. Which I mean, I get it why they would because they don't like children like that. They don't like people like that. They don't want to uh, have representation. Uh, the the thing I seen was like, um. It was it was like the library director or whatever said like he has strong Christian values and because of that he cannot allow them or or something along the lines of that which hey separation of church and state right can we get that 
Um, let's see. One member, Tony Allman, was quoted in minute in the minutes as saying, "Beginning in schools, educators and stuff, we don't need to enable or somewhat promote this stuff. Enable or promote what the teaching and and showing of fucking." one of the worst atrocities of the last hundred years. Good God. Um, Julie Gooden, an assistant principal. I can talk. I can talk all the history. I was a history teacher and there's nothing pretty about the Holocaust. And for me, this was a great way to depict the horrific time in history. Thank you. Mr. Spingelman did his very best to depict his mother passing away. <laughs> I read this book and it is, it's truly incredible. Um, I was very upset when I, when I seen that such, such an incredible story is, is going to be banned. <laughs> um, we are almost 80. Mr. Spingelman did his very best to depict his mother passing away. We are almost 80 years away. It's hard for this generation. These kids don't even know 9-11. They weren't. They weren't even born. So I was six when 9-11 happened. Um, I don't remember it. Uh, I feel like anyone that is around my age, if you say you do, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> but that's just me. Um, Goodwin, the Julie Goodwin, the assistant principal that likes the book, also said, for me, this was... His way to convey the message are the words objectionable. Yes, there is no, there is no one that thinks they aren't. But by taking away the first part, it's not changing the meaning of what he's trying to portray in the copyright. Alman then replied to Goodman, "I understand that on TV and maybe at home these kids hear worse, but we are talking about things that if a student went down the hall and said this, our disciplinary policy says they can be disciplined." And rightfully so. Are we teaching this and going against policy? I understand, but fuck. Come on. Come on. Um, all ten members agreed. It shows a cartoon mouse being... Mouse be behind a book and saying, Keep your nose in a book and keep your other people's noses out of which books you choose to stick your nose into. What? Where was... Uh... Okay, so this is not... The right one, then? Huh. I thought this... There's so many articles. Um, shit. I'm not, uh... Don't have... This is a fucking... I think I screenshotted it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So why does the educational system promote this kind of stuff? It is not wise or healthy. I'm not denying it was horrible, brutal, and cruel, one board member said it. And then it's like when you're watching TV and a curse word or a nude scene comes on, it would be the same movie without it. Well, this would be the same book without it. If I had a child in the eighth grade, this ain't happening. If I had to move him out of homeschool, all because of a book. Um, I remember watching... Um, Boy in the Strike Pajamas. Uh, I remember watching Schindler's List. Um, 
what else did I watch? What other Holocaust? What was that? We, I remember when I was reading this, I was also reading another famous Holocaust book at the time. Um, the story details killing of infants, Nazi gas chambers, forced labor, among other atrocities that the German regime committed during World War II. Um, but books like Mouse can inspire students to think critically about the past. Uh, so it's like almost this. This is not. Uh, his late father, Leon Brook Wolfschwald, I'm not pronouncing that right, was 15 when he was liberated in uh, April 1945 after spending two... I'm trying to laugh because uh, it's a very emotional book. I love it. And uh, laugh through the pain. <laughs> um, I know he would laugh that people think you can stop an idea by banning a book. Then he would order a hundred copies and have them sent to the public library to ensure kids could read the book if they wanted to. Other defenders uh, called it shameful. It uh, was the most detailed account I've ever read about the Holocaust when I first encountered. Um, fills me with disgust. I hope my children read it someday. Uh... I agree, Dan Hernandez. Mouse is one of the most powerful books. Uh, Mouse is one of the most powerful works of art in existence. I cry thinking about this story. I am too. It's just bad. Uh, it's a it's a beautiful story. And, uh, I think it's, I think it's fucking awful that they are doing it. Um, I know this is a, a, probably a lot, I guess not a lot of dead air because I'm trying to be on my phone and look at stuff because I don't have anyone to uh, look it up for me, but I want to, yeah, Holocaust books. What is, what is that one book? N is it Night? That sounds familiar. Night. Is it night? Night. I think it is. I think it was night. He's increasing. If I could only. I believe it was. But. I, I just remember. Whenever I read it. Um. I was reading, I do believe, Night at the time, and it was, it, it was, uh, it was difficult, because in school, you're, you're having tests on chapters that you read, and when you're reading another Holocaust book, at the same time, it's, it, it, you know, overlaps, and it's hard to properly remember what is happening <laughs> in which one. Um, I actually should reread it. I haven't read it probably since then, I just have it on my shelf. Uh, what was another thing I wanted to talk about? Oh, I wanted to uh, talk about... Um, man, 
we're going from one with one thing to another. A Michigan school uh, puts litter box in bathrooms for kids who identify as a cat. <laughs> um, I'm going to play the audio for me here, and then I have it saved that I'm going to uh, edit it in. The agenda that is being pushed through our schools is um, just my opinion, but somewhat nefarious when it comes to some of the um, activities. So let's talk about fury, furries. <laughs> it was addressed by a child uh, a couple months ago that they are put in an environment where there are kids that, are, that identify as a furry, a cat or a dog, whatever. And so yesterday I heard that at least one of our schools in our town has a, in one of the unisex bathrooms, a litter box for the kids that identify as cats. So fucking and, stupid. Um, I am really disturbed by that. And I, I will do some more investigation on that. I know it's going on nationwide. I know it is. It's part of the agenda that's being pushed. I don't, I don't even want to understand it. But I think I that people need to be aware agenda. of it because I am really upset as a parent that my child is put in an environment like that. And, um, you know, I'm all for creativity and imagination. But when someone lives in a fantasy world and expects other people to go along with it, I have a problem with that. So I'm just I love putting that. that out there. I love I the ending if, about the fantasy world and we're all supposed to live in it. Bitch, you are living in a fantasy world. You know what's happening in other throughout the country. So you, a grown-ass woman, are going into child's bathrooms and investigating whether or not they're taking shits in in litter boxes. First off, who in their right mind would fucking... I could understand shitting in it as a joke, right? Right? You know, I, I'd fucking do it. If I if my friend left to go in the other room... Like, like if my friend had a cat and... Uh, I don't know. He's He's gone enough for me to take a shit in the litter box. I think I might do it as a, as a funny gag. As a funny gag, I definitely see myself shitting in a litter box. I'm not covering it up. She is fucking delusional. What is this agenda? What is the agenda to put litter boxes into... Is the agenda... Um, let's see. What would be the most appropriate... Okay, so the agenda. In her mind, let's get in the mind of this fucking psychopath. So the agenda is to promote furries? Or is that going to be too on the nose? Um, to promote furries, children, tra trans furry humanism, right? Is that going to be... Hmm. All I can... I don't, I, don't, I, I don't understand when people talk about this agenda. Now, I'm one for live and let live. Let people do whatever you want to be happy, as long as you're not hurting anyone. Um, I don't necessarily understand some stuff. Um, I think some of the stuff is bizarre. Um, but hey, you know, whatever. Do you do you, and I'm gonna be me, and I'll respect it in the sense of like. Just, I don't know. It's it it baffles me how the right assumes there is some underground society that is pushing 
uh, an agenda that is going to what downfall America? I I guess I guess probably the overarching thing would be the gay agenda, which there's nothing wrong with. Um, now, if I walked in to the bathroom and there was a litter box in 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 middle school i think this is happening in a in a middle school um it's happening in midland michigan that's where it and then when i there has to be a large population of furries because when i type when i googled or when i youtubed uh midland furry there was like a midland furry parades and like there apparently that's the furry capital of michigan did not know was not aware of it. um so I can understand that she thinks it is happening when there's like a parade going on and they're like in the park. I could understand being puzzled. Um, if I drove past a park and I seen a bunch of furries like having a fun time, I'd be like, "Well, that's fucking weird." I just, I, I, I think it, I think it's weird. Am I? Is that a bad thing? Maybe you can you can say that maybe um is it a hateful thing you can say that maybe it, by finding something weird um I just think it would be hard to hide drugs in kitty litter that would be the easiest that would, that would be so easy for or for the 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 cops the police liaison officer to find i distinctly remember um people standing on toilet seats and we had the tile um ceiling i assume that's a common thing and you can just press up the, it's like foam pieces i remember people press like standing on the toilet seats and stalls pressing up and grabbing wh- whatever mostly marijuana i assume i uh i didn't go to a bad bad school it was fine uh i did play dice in the urinals i did piss right next to them they got pissed off um they would get pissed off because they'd take disgusting shits and they'd have to smell it after they try after i take a shit because you know they're trying to get into that treasure trove in the ceiling uh I don't understand what she is upset about living in a fantasy world. She's more delusional than a furry. If you want to dress like a fucking fox and fuck another person dressed like a fox. Cool. That's fine too. Uh, consenting, consenting adults doing, uh, doing, uh, sex, having fucking, um, there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's weird, but that's me. Another thing that I think is weird, truly. In fact, I think it's, I think it's worse than furries. I think, I truly think it is, um, because more or less that is in the privacy. I mean, like, I guess I just said there's, uh, there's conventions and fucking they're out in public, which is fine. Let them be happy. They're not hurting you. Um, it's not like they're fucking in public, right? What I think is even more... I mean, I don't... 
I think it's weird. I don't think it's disgusting. I guess. Yeah. What I think is is actually disgusting is people. Let okay, okay. We'll we'll say this in World War. Let's say World War Two. Imagine you're gone and you're writing to your sweetheart. I love you. I miss you. Ba da ba da ba. Boo da boo da boo. You know, my life changed uh, from the moment I saw you. I can't wait to come home and and to your warm, loving embrace. Uh, you are my woman. You are my light of my life. It's a beautiful letter. And, sh- and he sends it off to that woman. Now, imagine he writes that letter to her, mind you. It's to her from Michael to uh, fucking Danielle. Let's, from Michael to Danielle. It's, it's specifically to Danielle. Now, he takes this letter and now he sends it to everybody he knows every not not even that it's like plastered on like telephone poles and like he's like handing it out to strangers like he's handing it out to his his uh platoon buddies or combat friends or whatever they're called i don't know i never went to the army uh i have heart issues i remember they didn't believe me in my mom chased him away. And then that later that day, I seen him at a, a disc replay, which is like a re- video game reseller. And the dude followed me around. He followed me around and was still trying to be on my ass about joining the army. And I told him, I was like, dude, I fucking have a heart disorder. I had, I was born with transposition of the great arteries. And he wouldn't leave. Like he wouldn't leave me alone. So I took off my fucking shirt. I was like, look, bitch, I got scars. You want to know how I got these scars? Leave me the fuck alone. Uh, yeah, so so you're writing a letter to your sweetheart, and then you post it. You send it to everybody. That, to me, is disgusting. That is how I view Facebook ads. Or not Facebook ads. Facebook posts of, like, when they tag. Maybe I'm a psychopath for not thinking that sweet but to me, it's it's disgusting. It's like PDAs, public displays of affection. It's 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 nasty. It I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Maybe it's because I don't have anybody that I'm being this way. But when even when I did, I'm like, ugh. Like I'm I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm fucking on the spectrum somehow. Aren't we all? I always like to say I got a touch of the tism, the tongue tism, because I had to go to speech therapy. Um, it's wrong. I don't want to see you tag, oh, my baby girl, I love you, my, my, and there's just a bunch of people hearting and loving, and it's, keep it to yourself. Okay. Now, if you get engaged, yeah, big moments, big moments, sure. Because it's a, it's a good way to show your family. But, like, random spur-of-the-moment lovey-dovey shit, keep it to yourself. Fucking, you will put your money where your fucking mouth is. Do some rose petals to the fucking bedroom and fucking some chocolates and some flowers or whatever she wants or he wants. Do that. Do that. This fucking... Facebook shit. Ugh. 
Ugh. It's almost as bad as on TikTok. I seen one today. It's like my baby has is like it was some like RSV or some shit like that. I don't know what it means, but I'm sure it's a bad thing. And she's like, my baby has RSV. Thoughts and prayers. It's like, what is happening? It's it's not about the baby. It's about you, right? It's not about the baby. It's about you. If it was truly about the baby, you wouldn't be fucking dancing. Make a fucking or or, or the one TikTok where like the 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 girls dancing and then like you find out he died an hour later and he's like my mom my dad is in the hospital. He's on a ventilator. <laughs> That's how he breathes. What the fuck? And now everybody assumes they have some, they're self-diagnosing disorders. And I, I sh- they probably are because the amount of pronouns is f- in different gender. Like every time I'm on the internet, it's a new thing. Can we just like, I get it. I get it. There's more than I, you feel different. You're they, I, 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 I understand to a certain degree, I, but, but when you're saying you're like a demon or a tree or a bug, truly, what is happening? What is truly happening? I understand they, them, you know, uh, binary, you don't truly feel like you belong. I understand that. But when you're like, my pronouns are chair and couch, I fucking, you lose me. You truly lose me. I'm not against it. I'm not hating on it. I just, I don't understand. Is it a way to make yourself feel special? Is it a way to make yourself feel unique? Did, did, did you not get enough love? Is that it? Is that it? Do you not have a talent? I don't have a talent. I, I, (sighs) truly, truly, uh, I understand. I think the furry stuff is more, um, sane than saying you're a demon or becoming an alien creature, whatever that black alien project guy was like that. Fucking just be a fox, dude. Just be a fox. Well, I guess it's kind of like the same. If you're saying you're a bug. And now you're dressing like a bug. I guess it's kind of the same. The fuck do I know? I get... Am I hateful? I feel like I'm I'm always kind... It's just... I just don't... I, I don't understand. And... Maybe, maybe I'm hateful. Um, I don't want anything bad to them. I just, I think it's just a way to make yourself feel unique. That's what I think it is. And the whole Facebook thing, what's even worse is I seen a post and it was almost like a child uh, post like you just got a newborn, but it was for a fucking truck. It was, um, well, after six months of waiting and keeping it a secret, sounds like a child, right? Just right off the bat. 
Well, after six months of waiting and keeping it a secret, it's finally here. Back in May. Doesn't that kind of sound like... Like, like, like the rest would be like, well, after six months of waiting and keeping it a secret, it's finally here. Back in May, me and my wife discovered we were pregnant and now we, now she's due in fucking three months and we're finally here to tell you all that we're having a family, right? That a nice, wholesome, normal post. Well. After six months of waiting and keeping it a secret, it's finally here. Back in May, we special ordered a 2002 GMC Sierra 350,000 Duramax to say we are excited is an understatement. Welcome to the fame. To say we're excited over... Once again, if this was... Just replace it with a child, it makes more sense. Hell, even replace it with a pet. A puppy. A kitten. A turtle. A lizard. It would make a little more sense. Because, you know, they're not inanimate objects. Um, Welcome to the family, Spoolius Caesar. You're going to be a great addition to the line of trucks we've had. Yes, the great. And there was some more. And it's like, hard work really pays off if you're a hard worker, right? Pull your... You know, shit like that. I have, like, conservatives on just for shits and giggles like that. Like, if you work hard enough, you can order, you can have a truck. Uh, I don't understand it. Uh, a great line of trucks. Sp- great Spoolius Caesar. Hard work. Here in May, we, we finally tied the knot and got ourselves a truck. What's going to happen? I, I, I understand weddings and, and engagements. I understand baby stuff. I I even understand like celebrating birthdays. I don't like the weird PDA public displays of affection posts. I think it's gross. I think it's tacky. I think it's out of line. Um I really don't post anything. I just share memes. Um that what's going to happen next? What are we going to be celebrating next? First trucks then what? Pizza? Back at 7.30 p.m., me and my wife special ordered a pepperoni, sausage, mushroom, and green pepper pizza. After waiting 45 minutes, we heard a knock at the door. Maybe the the pizza stork, I almost said stork, pizza stork, delivered us a piping hot, fresh pizza. We opened it up and... My wife began to weep tears, tears that fell onto the pizza. As the pizza was covered in tears, we seen the oil. Does it sink? Sink in the the salty tears, rise to the top. Giving it an extra salty, delicious flavor, making it a little too soggy. But that is why we get it. A little well done to make sure my wife's tears don't make it super soggy. We begin with one single slice of pizza. Generous toppings all throughout it. They even threw in flavored crust for free. We didn't even ask. 
as I cut through the pizza. It is as if I am cutting into what I can only describe as a legacy of Italian, of Italy, of Sicilians, of great immigrants that came to America to live the American dream. That if you work hard, you too can stop picking up pizza, but have it delivered. Truly an American thing. A great innovation through a long line of innovations that America has made. Delivery is as American as apple pie and pizza. <laughs> and delivery pizza. It, it's insane. It's insane. I watched a good uh, YouTube video about NFTs in, uh, in Bitcoin, and it makes perfect sense. I don't want to get into it. It's, you might have seen it. Um, like two-hour-long documentary about how after the financial market crash, um, Bitcoin popped up. All sorts of these things popped up. And it seems to be another thing where it's going to be a rise and crash in almost as if a pyramid scheme. That's the way the documentary started it or ended. And uh, it's brilliant. Um, I was going to, before I even watched it, I thought, wouldn't it be great if Biden somehow got the Winklevoss twins, or maybe just the Winklevoss, they're, the Winklevoss twins are what, philanthropists? I don't know. Um, what if they do some great good for our country and get homeless people to create NFTs and the only thing the Winklevoss gets out of it is that it is backed by the Biden administration and that using the government that through the purchases of NFTs that the Winklevoss twins help the homeless create it not only allows the homeless to get off the street but it also arms us to go against our red enemy, Russia. Fuck, man. I seen a, I thought it was a meme. It was like a news article and it was like presented by Raytheon or presented by Halberton. It was like, what? They're not even fucking hiding it. It's, they're not hiding it anymore. It's right in front of you. And this is going to go into the woo-woo section. It's kind of like... um. The whole idea that uh, karmically, if I'm saying that right, if you tell somebody you're going to do it and they don't stop you, that bad karma is on them and not you because you straight up told them, we are going to go to war with Russia. See, presented by Halberton, presented by Raytheon. So stop us. This, like, it, it bothers me. It bothers me that the biggest podcast, Joe Rogan, he'll have CIA, FBI. He had like some fucking military whatever guy on, like some general or high-ranking officer or some shit. What do you expect these people to be doing except for pushing war propaganda and anti-Russia and anti-China propaganda? What do you expect? Now, you can complain about 
him in the the vaccine and the and COVID. But I think the bigger problem, because that's questioning science, and I know he had. I don't want to get into that, but I want to get into why it's it's disgusting the the propaganda that he will allow these warmongers to come on and promote. I just hope people are smart enough to not buy the bullshit. I only watch Rogan when it is a guest I like or it's comedians that I find funny. Like currently I'm halfway through him, Ari, Shafir, Shane Gillis, and Mark Norman. Hilarious. I'm a fan of all of those guys. Um, I don't even, I don't know how I got onto this. It went from Facebook to the fucking truck to, oh yes, NFTs, yes. So if we can get the Winklevoss twins to help the homeless, that would be a great thing. Or what if we can get the homeless to not just make NFTs, but by setting them in, once they have the homes, we we allow them one room in in whatever home they use to purchase the government funded NFTs for, and the rest of their room is like servers for uh, Bitcoin mining, or it's uh like a like a what is it a troll farm where it's like thousands of phones and they just kind of send messages and they're like, yeah, what if we do that? The Winklevoss twins help both. The Biden government against Russia and China. And I don't know why I'm using the Winkle. I don't know. The the government funds the purchase. The government funds homeless to create NFTs so that they can sell them in order to buy a home which they will live in one room because the government owns the NFT the government owns the money and the contract they sign is that through this, you will be put in a home. You will have a room. You will have the kitchen and the bathroom, but the rest of the the available space will be used as servers for Bitcoin mining operations or servers for troll farms that after that, after you get placed in this home, you are under a government contract that you must keep the servers or um, the mining operation or whatever it's called alive. Um, the government pays for all the electricity because this is a government operation. The only thing that they must pay for is their food and uh, half of the, the the utilities. How about that? Half of the water and half of the gas. The electricity is completely free because it is funding um a cold warish operation of in in uh of causing a civil civil would, would it no it wouldn't be civil disobedience um it it's causing uh civil distrust civil outrage into these foreign countries that we obviously need to go to war over right <laughs> um man i went from like crying about the Holocaust to saying some fucking stuff that definitely could get me in trouble, even though it's like to now this, 
I think I am the insane person here. Am I? I think I am truly the 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 bad guy. <laughs> um Yeah. And instead of beginning with a song, I'm going to end with a song. Plastic Wear by John Wayne. It's a reggae song, not John Wayne the actor. In fact, uh, a lot of reggae people love uh, westerns. Little known fact. Um, enjoy. And uh, don't take me so serious. <laughs> like the intro says. Whatever it says, it's been a while. Have a good one. Here, John Wayne. You know here we are here. I don't care where we are. Never mind one of my people can't afford one of my dear. Eh? What da da da? What da da da? Got me some plastic away. Got me some plastic away. Hail Jamaican, because me now it can't play with it. Plastic away. Got me some plastic away. Hail Jamaican, because me now it can't play. Me mother buy a beer. Me say me father buy a beer. Sister buy a beer. Me say me uncle buy a beer. Auntie buy a beer. Me say me nephew buy a beer. So you never know. Me say it really can't play. Me say plastic away. Me say plastic away. Hail Jamaican. Make a minute we don't play with plastic away. Come and say plastic away. Hail Jamal, make a minute we don't play. Cause when you see me come, you say you don't have no fear. You go up on the bus, come pay your bus fare. You gone downtown, now you buy yourself a beer. I tell you, miss a win, miss a minute we don't play. Miss a plastic away, miss a plastic.